Hi, I'm Jenny Donheiser. And I'm Nicole Spizio. And this, and this is, is How Were You Brainwashed? Brainwashed? Perfect. Couldn't be more perfect. Just like me. Just just like you. Yeah, pretty much. And you. You too, babe. Two perfects uh, looking at each other. <laughs> Every day. Every day. You Almost. are my new work wife, babe. <laughs> Our other friends, I couldn't tell you what's happening with them, but Jenny Donheiser, I always got the 411. <laughs> Nicole, did you have fun at the baby shower? Yes, I did. Okay, so we had Jenny's baby shower this past weekend. Most importantly, the question is, did you have fun at your baby shower? I did have fun at my baby shower. Good. I was very pleased. I was a part of the planning and throwing committee. Jenny said, I I do not want to make decisions. I want to show up, honey. <laughs> yeah. And so nice. So nice to have that. You couldn't have given me a better gift, all of you that worked on it, than allowing me to just show up. I mean, I also saw that my gifts were delivered today. A little tarty, oh, but, uh, yeah, something came. I don't know. Okay. Stuff is just stuff is just rolling in. You well, know, I'm just assuming things will keep coming for weeks. I also was a part of a group gift. And today I had the panic of like, what if that person didn't write my name on the group gift? And Jenny thinks I'm being cheap, but no, that person, did. I know who contributed to the group gift and that group gift has arrived. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Baby well, lists is baby to bounce in. Yeah. Yeah. Are those safe? The internet is out. The jury's out. On Wait, that. really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty much if you dig deep enough into the internet, you're going to find that everything is not safe. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I ended up on a TikTok the other day of a guy whose whole thing is reading lawsuits for major corporations (laughs) and then pointing out what products you may not know are owned by that major corporation. So like, for example, Johnson and Johnson, if in case you don't know, these products are a part of their purview and they are constantly being sued for whatever have, you know, lead poisoning. I don't know. Allegedly. (laughs) Yeah, allegedly. So I ended up in a wormhole of like baby formula. Uh-huh. who makes what baby formula and then based on this guy he has a spreadsheet you can access on his website sorry again this is just a male TikToker. <laughs> yeah. right? i went to his website i opened the spreadsheets mm-hmm. wow to look for baby formulas not made by major corporations and more then, artisanal baby formula I, this is what you're looking for yes i ended up buying a you know d to c baby formula from some moms that started a business because now i'm scared now do you think you're getting too much news from tiktok <laughs> i think just some people would like to maybe ask mm-hmm. that question i don't know nicole ever since i watched dope sick every <sighs> the companies and look at tom girardi everybody's just trying to steal Maybe Tom Dry is not an amazing example, but you know, oh, it's like a perfect example. Aaron Brockovich. <laughs> there are these companies that have bajillions of dollars. They can take the hits on these lawsuits and settle and pay people whose children died millions of dollars and not change anything about their products. Now, but can both things be true? Sort of that sometimes also it's good to have a big company with a lot of rules checking to make sure things are okay instead of like some formula that someone made on Etsy. Like, you know, is <laughs> there a middle ground? What's perhaps? the middle ground? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, Nicole. I don't know yeah. what the middle ground is. 
Yeah. I, I just would say, you know, I think TikTok can be one source of information. It can't be all the sources. You, you gotta I know, I know. I know. I know. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. It's same thing goes with like all the baby products, right? It's like right. boppies actually cause suffocation and <laughs> I just don't know. I think you just have to like not abandon them in it, you know, like during tummy time and their heads fall into it and they can't lift their heads yet or like sort of use it as a way to like, oh, I'm in the other. I don't know. You just need to be ultimately you need to be watching your babies. And I think that's an incredible sort of rule of thumb is watch your babies. I famously, I think when I was nine, was given control of my younger sister and um, her blanket was messy. And so I put her on a couch when she was baby to like put her on a couch to smooth out her blanket. And then she just rolled like a little burrito right off the couch. And I was distraught i thought i had really like <laughs> killed my newborn sister Aww. and ultimately she was fine but my parents did have to buy me a toy to sort of stop my crying because i was really Aww. feeling very responsible that i hurt my sister yeah. Shout out to they're really ultimately very malleable i mean dumber people than you have babies every <laughs> goddamn day so you know i don't know it's hard right yeah because you want to do your research and you want to make sure you're taking care of your little baby but also we can't go full conspiracy theory you know i know i know it's a fine line <laughs> yeah, maybe the doctors sort of give you some good websites to trust yeah that's a fair point or my postpartum doula all my friends all your friends out there that aren't from the internet oh boy <laughs> so that's what's going on with me i had a baby shower and i fell into a wormhole of products i should and shouldn't buy <laughs> how about you what's going on with you mainly i have been re-watching vanderpump rules from the beginning is sort of where i'm at now why what a great question jeanette i like to have my little things on in the background and if i have my little thing on the background it has to be something i've already seen because i can only pay half attention and so i just need the noise of my old friends and i also you know kind of had wanted to rewatch since Scandal and sort of look for mm, clues and mm. detective woman. I'm in season three right now. And <laughs> one amazing plot point that I did forget was Jack's famed monster, Jax Taylor, was at a therapist appointment and he has talked about his pathological lying and <laughs> how he just is a bad person. And he told a story about how he watched the movie The Green Mile and it really affected him. And he cried and cried and cried because he related to the man that sort of seemed scary but was gentle. Oh, boy. Right. I remember this therapist. She's like a blonde. Yeah. Yeah. I always felt like there was a weird energy there. Uh, a sexual charged energy? Yeah. I mean, is it just impossible Jax. to not have a sexual charged energy with Jax? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But also, I felt like she wasn't a good therapist. But do you think there are any good therapists that go on reality TV? Now, from the therapy appointments on reality TV that I've seen, doesn't seem like they are seeing each other a lot out of the televised appointments. Right. So I think if it was a situation where you were a person that did therapy regularly and your therapist was like, yeah, like you can bring in a camera once a quarter to film for your little TV show, that would be okay. But usually it seems like they're just showing up for TV filming. Like they haven't seen them in a year. It's the next season. Right. Oh, that therapist let us film with her. Let's get her again. Exactly. Quote, yeah. Jax's therapist, a gay woman he's met twice. 
<laughs> are you excited to see him back on our screens or are you sad? Well, I am, I think, going to tune into House of Villains, which is... What's that? That seems to be a show where they're putting all the villains together. <laughs> Tiffany, New York Pollard, Jax, Shake from Love is Blind. Whoa. That survivor who lied about his grandma dying for sympathy. Oh, they should get uh, Brooks in there as well. Yeah. There's so many like mashup reality show shows now. I live for the surreal life as child. Like, yeah, take all the people and put them in a house. I want to see them intermingle. It's very on trend now. Are you watching New Love is Blind? I heard it was bad. Never stopped you before. That's true. No, I, I've just, for the first time, you know, because of the move, my family here, I'm a little behind on my normal... On your stories. Stories. So I haven't had a chance to sort of start a new story. I'm playing catch up with current friends. I'm sort of waiting for you to tell me if I need to watch it. Okay. So, so okay. just keep me in the loop because I really feel like I don't need more Love is Blind. But then every season sort of... Yeah, they, I hear you. me back in, so... They wrote me back in. I did just watch a most recent ultimatum. As you know, I, I talked about it on the pod and uh, it was bad. So I don't know. And also I keep hearing about all these like lawsuits coming up on the Love is Blind production company. A lot of sort of, you know. Reality reckoning. Reality reckoning stuff is happening with that show in particular. And yeah, I could see it. They're like in a dark hole for days on end. Only talking to the people in these pods. Who was saying that the the new advanced age women on The Golden Bachelor are still having to sleep in bunk beds? Yes, me. Well, first of all, you should watch a Golden Bachelor. I'm having a yeah, good time. I'm gonna I'm gonna dip in, I think. They've never really shown us the full extent of the house. Like we rarely see the quarters where they <laughs> reside. Change and for it. some reason with this season they showed us them going into their little bunk beds and making comments about i'm 70 years old i can't sleep in a bunk bed well absolutely yeah who are they putting on the top bunks exactly i don't surprised they're also making them stand for long periods of time during a rose ceremony there's one woman who was like please let us sit during this and do they make that adjustment we haven't seen yet they better maybe next week they're trying to keep the same formula as all the other bachelors and make they haven't really made any adjustments that they probably should have considered like are they still going skydiving (laughs) i don't know i don't know yet but they do keep giving the bachelor Gary like vintage cars to drive. Like he keeps rolling up <laughs> to the mansion for his one-on-one dates in vintage cars. And there's one date he goes on where he's on the highway and he like can't get the headlights to work. And I'm like, why are there is production not intervening? Yeah, I mean, they set him up to sort of die. <laughs> so. He's driving a woman in a convertible in a vintage car on the highway in L.A., with no headlight and he is like panicking in the car he's like i don't know how to get the headlights on and the woman is just like grabbing his arm being like you're doing great oh, production purposely didn't <laughs> give him a car with headlights that worked i don't know i don't know what it was very concerning and then they also went to like a weird 1950s style diner that ended up turning into a flash mob oh no they like danced to don't stop believing with the no weather. no yeah, they shelled out money for Don't Stop Believing this this season. They they think it's the theme song of the season because we've heard it multiple times. And there's oh, only been two episodes. 
it sort of makes sense thematically. It's sort of like, don't stop believing in love. Yes, yes. And it's like an old classic song. And yeah, he keeps... A golden classic. It's a golden classic for The Golden Bachelor. So I don't know how much money they paid for that, but it's Disney. I guess whatever. They probably they probably own Journey. No one at any age needs to be subjected to a flash mob. I think that's, that's <laughs> not it. Yeah. Are but you shouting to flash mob at your baby shower? Oh, my God. Wow. I didn't even think of it as a possibility. <laughs> I, in retrospect, yeah, I wish you had. Okay, next next kid, I'll do it. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, do you want to bring in our guest? Let's bring in our guest. Well, we are very excited to bring in this guest. This is just a legend. Writer, comedian, actor, creator of a new show, Parade PD, on Freeform. You can also watch it on Hulu. She's also former head writer of a little show called Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Writer on Girls 5 Ever and Miracle Workers, a comedian in her own right, just a stand-up gal. We love her. Please welcome to the pod, Anna Dresden. Oh, my God. Just a stand-up gal is the name of my book. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard anything worse than the cat peed on our podcast equipment bag? It's definitely a 2023 problem. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a big time millennials are having dogs instead of babies headline. Yeah. <laughs> no, we uh, understood. We talk, about, talk about Nicole's cat quite a bit on this pod. So, yes, we do. It's welcome. It's welcome information. I'm you lo- know, you get it. It's absolutely podcasting cat owners. <laughs> no, it's tough. <laughs> it is the truth. It is the truth. Wow. I got to tell you, I took a uh, nap today, just holding my cat's little belly. I said, this is heaven. This is heaven. And what more would you need? God damn. Their bellies. What is it about them? I It is biological. I want to put my whole goddamn face in his primordial pouch, which is the belly flap and what it's called. I've tried to explain primordial pouch to Jason many times and he just keeps saying, I think we, we got to feed him a little less. I'm like, no, that's so he can stretch while he's jumping. Exactly. Wait, have you guys seen on the subject of cats, not to big dog you and open a podcast with a non-topical BuzzFeed type thing. Have you seen a video of the man getting stalked by a mountain lion while hiking? No. Have you seen what a mountain lion... Okay, so mountain lions do this thing when they're walking towards you to try to get you to turn your back and run. They're walking and then they do this thing that's like where they like bring their feet up and slam the ground to make it look like they're running faster than they are so that you turn around and run so that they can take you down. Oh, but you're not supposed to turn your back on them. It's very crazy. So what do you do? You just face them the whole time? You're supposed to face them and like throw a rock. (laughs) You're supposed to walk backwards, bend down, pick up a rock and throw it. I mean, I guess just let them eat you, you know? Did you hear about that couple in Banff, Canada that got eaten by the grizzly? Jesus Christ. No. That happened what? last week. <laughs> uh, an honor, I guess. Some bears you're supposed to be big at and some bears you're supposed to be little at. And I'll, I'll never remember in the moment which bear I'm supposed to try to scare. Yeah. Even if I think I remember, I'm going to get it wrong and die. Yeah. Just stay out of, just stay out of their world. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go sleep in their path. I don't think. I'm just gonna stay home. It's too much. My, my friend Liz just went camping in Yosemite this weekend, and a black bear showed up at their tent in the middle of the night, and it was completely fine. They're like the black bear is one of those bears that's like mm. no big deal. Yeah. 
And then they just bailed on camping for the rest of the weekend and went to a hotel and just got sushi. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, this is enough for us. So we got it. They said, it can't be bears. (laughs) No, I didn't. The night at the door, absolutely not. Get me to sushi stat. Boom. Well, Anna, congrats on Praise PD. It's so good. Thank you. So awesome. You made a whole television show. Cartoon came out. It's not, as I imagine, that's not an easy task. <laughs> no, they don't want you to have cartoon. They don't want you to have cartoon. <laughs> they don't want you to win. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's great. I'm really proud of it and i love everyone who worked on it and i think it's really good and i think everybody should watch it on hulu before it's probably taken off and replaced with videos of what is it children eating gummy bears or what's yeah. what people do now i think that, i think that's it i think that's the new the new show babies yeah. eating lemons <laughs> while dogs bark i don't yeah. know yeah dancing dancing fruits yeah well it just was Really, it didn't hit me until about halfway through watching it, but I was like, you know what? This is a rarity in the world. This is something we've never had, which is like female-driven, female-skewed cartoon. Cartoons are so mask, I feel like. It's yeah, all there's bob- definitely, there's been others, but yeah, not it's not the standard cartoon. Yeah. Maybe it was a bad idea. I don't think we should, it should have been a girl. Probably <laughs> should have been boring. No, people people don't like it I'm when it's so girl. happy about it. People don't like it when it's girl. Thank God it's girl. No, Thank it's God like it's girl. I mean, it's so funny. It's so smart. It's up there with all the cartoons we grew up with, like all the Simpsons, Futuramas, Bob's Burgers, all that shit. That's all male. It's like, uh, yeah. if not, I was like, oh, because I watch a Bob's Burgers with my husband. I watch a Simpsons growing up, but it's not necessarily always something I think to go back to cartoon. But I so deeply enjoyed my experience. There's a whole song about UTIs. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> there's a whole takedown of millennial wedding culture. I was like, I did get married in a barn. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to get married in a barn. If you think there's not going to be mason jars full of eucalyptus <laughs> on my candlescapes. <laughs> You're insane. Anyway, I was just so happy. It just was, you know, really, really a joy. So thank, thank you, you so much. Thank you for generating a gorgeous cartoon for me and for ladies. For us. It really, it really is for women in their 30s who work in media. That is the people who <laughs> want to watch this. And you're so looking I say, right thank at you. them. You're that's looking a, at us. us. That's our listeners. That's everyone <laughs> we know. We've yeah. done it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah i think it looks so cool there's yeah, kissing yeah. um the characters are very hot i was hoping for more erotic fan art hasn't really taken off to the degree that you'd hope but it is but really it horny up. it's a, a horny, horny cartoon. cartoon yeah we just we love shows like virgin river which are there's a lot of longing in the forest get, get on it audience do the erotic fan art tag <laughs> in a <laughs> In your post. Women, women in their thirties who work in media are not the fan art. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not a perfect circle. I'm not saying there's no overlap. Sure. So yes, yeah, so you're planning a wedding, I imagine. Are you am, getting married in a barn? <laughs> I came within a hair's breadth of getting married in a barn. I'm not getting married in a barn. I almost got married in a summer camp, which I do think is the like. I'm not like other brides' version of getting yeah. married in a barn. They're yeah. it's so fun. Yeah. But just the idea of making people fly to California and then get on a bus for two and a half hours from 
LAX seemed unconscionable. It's a hard <laughs> People would have done it. People would have done it for a summer camp vibes. People would have done it. It's an invitation that says, we spent $2.50 to tell you, please don't come. (laughs) (laughs) To send me a gift. Yeah. Yeah, this is a $3 threat. Send me a plate. (laughs) But yeah, we're getting married in a historic venue, I think. We're zeroing in on a venue. I'm watching wedding photographer TikTok. You guys yeah. You are both married women, I imagine. We have been married. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are still currently married. <laughs> I think saying we have been married is kind of a <laughs> attention grabby way of saying that you are married. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So if you have any questions about weddings, marriage, work on your gals, Anna. <laughs> I absolutely will do that. It's the only thing I like thinking about. The, the, the worms are munching on my brain. I say, eat up. Yeah, I, it's so fun to think about this and not anything else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. How could it not be? It's. I'm it's... like, is eucalyptus over? <laughs> As the world burns around, <laughs> right? We need a little distraction. Absolutely. Should we get into our main meat and potatoes? You love to call it our meat and potatoes. I do love to call it our meat and potatoes. It's what it is. Nicole, do you want to ask the question? So, Anna, this podcast is called "How Are You Brainwashed," and that is a question that we ask all of our guests. And by that, we mean, what did you think was true growing up? Like, this is the way the world worked, whether it was from your upbringing, society, whatever. And then you grew up and you said, actually, I'm pretty sure that was just brainwashing. Oh, so much. I'm from Long Island. And I think it's a pretty it's a place that makes you think it's the most standard baseline average place in the world. Are you also from I'm from New Jersey and Jenny is from Texas. So we got a real strong, like, hated places community. (laughs) Ooh, yeah. It is like the place where you're from is a punchline. Um, Just be Florida and then we'd be really good. Oh, my God. My parents are from Long Island and I think they're, you're from Massapequa, right? Yeah. That's where my mom's from. No way. Very familiar with the Massapequa. Same old, same old trash. <laughs> um, yeah, like I remember being a kid and thinking, gosh, how did I manage to get born in the best place, in the best state, in the best country, and like kind of in the best town and in the best block? Like, I- <laughs> <laughs> which is untrue. I think it's lovely and there's a lot of great ice, a place to get iced tea. <laughs> And that's um, important in a town for sure. You got to have a giant iced tea that you hold from the top with claws. <laughs> and then your middle finger has a big keychain on it and it hangs down. <laughs> and you flip flop across the parking lot and you scream at your friend. You say, hey, how's your mom? Yeah. So I, I grew up, my my parents are different religions. So I had to kind of invent my own little magical thinking box in my head because they're they had a very good plan which was like we'll let the kids decide what religion to be and we celebrated all the holidays but then I started kind of I chose Catholicism because I was like well that's two testaments instead of just one I want that sounds bad it's like do you want a hamburger cheeseburger I want a cheeseburger you know yeah I also thought you had to become fluent in Hebrew and I was like I'm a kid I don't think I can do that (laughs) Um, language right now absolutely not I was like what I can't Dude, I'm working on cursive. But then so I started going to I would go to church. And what I learned there as I was going through baptism classes as a six year old was like Christ is what you need in order to go to heaven. And like, even if you're a good person, you don't go to heaven. I was like, 
cool. That's my dad. But I guess it's fine because it doesn't count for my dad. But then literally everything I was learning in CCD, uh, which was just like Wednesday night in the Catholic elementary school classroom with a woman named Ms. Dooley, <laughs> who would just like give you a workbook that said, don't be gay, now color this dove. Um, Why, really? Literally? Were either of you Catholic? I, I did the whole uh, CCD yeah. thing as well, yeah. Yeah, so it was like, it just, it was all presented. What I'm trying to get at is that it was presented like it was all very normal. Uh-huh. Like mm-hmm. people would kind of flip-flop up to the altar with their purse on their arm and like eat what was literally the body of God and then go home and like stop at Blockbuster. Like it just was so <laughs> normal. Yes. And the whole time I'm there thinking, I have to do this so that I can go to heaven. But also, what about my dad? I guess he's going to hell, but no one wants to talk to me about that. And whenever I ask about it, I'm it's rude. Right. Um, so that felt a little brainwashy. That was like if you tell something to a kid, the, the line between telling something to a kid and brainwashing is razor thin. Really, yeah. especially huge like why are we trying to explain that to little babies it's so that when they grow up they think it they keep thinking it right um i have the answer and and all the stuff about like beauty myth and being thin Mm. i remember drawing a pretty lady we spent like four weeks in fourth grade designing a mall did you guys do this no. What? Sounds like Nicole's dream, though. <laughs> I don't remember what class it was for, but we designed a mall and we, like morning, noon, and night were <laughs> designing the stores <laughs> and what went in them. What did you learn? It was just school. We just went in and there was a different. There was a different lady who came in and we just designed a mall. I don't understand what. Or, like a blueprint or just like what was, what was we the- had yeah we had to do the blueprint and then i think we in groups of two we each designed a store that would go in it and we had to have like a not even like a business model it was just like we sell clothes <laughs> and this is what it's called and then we would draw it yeah it sounds fun as hell i would love to do <laughs> It's yeah, what, so funny. Do you remember your I, store? I remember, it sold ladies' clothes, and I drew. I was drawing like a, a sexy lady mannequin on her side, like going like va va voom, and I drew like a big hourglass figure. And then I looked at it, and I was like, "Well, no," because th- I erased the hips and made it slimmer. Mm-hmm. And then I, you can see like I, I don't still have it, but I remember that there was a million erase marks where I was trying to figure out where the hip should go because I was like, Hello? "Is hip." Is it good for a hip to be big or small? I'm so fucking confused. But it was a headless mannequin wearing leopard print. So that's Long Island, baby. <laughs> wow. CCDC and creating a mall does really capture Long Island's essence. What did I do? What was that? Can someone can someone call me? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't I know. am obsessed. That's with that. That is like, I, uh, I don't know if I've said this before on the pod, but one of the things that I would literally make girls do when they came to sleep over at my house is I would make us make women's magazines. (laughs) Like I would be like, okay, like let's write a couple articles. We'll do a couple of ads. Um, And it was all, yes, same thing. I mean, now this yours was a class assignment of making uh, a bowl. (laughs) So 
exactly the same thing. But I was, this was my internal want of like hot older women. That's what we're supposed to be. So I guess we do things that are based on that. Okay. Right. Do you still have any of these magazines? I do not have any of my magazines, but I do have, I also was a fashion designer as a child. And so I have a lot of my fashions. But the psychotic part is I didn't just draw the fashions. I then would write product descriptions. I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of problems, but. I think <laughs> catalogs have us in an absolute death grip. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. The, not just the Delia's catalog, which someone posted scans of it on Instagram. And I was like, yes, I remember every oh single line for some reason. But like my mom's Coldwater Creek. <laughs> Do you guys mess around with Coldwater Creek? <laughs> Oh, what is that? It's Western inspired women's wear. It's like sporty mom, like fleece mom. No, ma'am. It is mom who goes to the ranch, but not to ride to go to dinner. So like flowy blouses with matching cardigans that come down to the foot. And every other page was strands of silver and gold necklaces that were draped over dirty rocks. (laughs) <laughs> and the the descriptions were like poems it i really all i wanted to do was read catalogs the amount of times i spent in my mom's virginia slims cigarette catalog because if you smoked a lot of virginia slims you could like cut out the barcodes and then redeem them for prizes it was like dave and busters for cigarettes i knew marlboro did that but i guess i didn't realize there was the girl version and yeah, so I did what's next with fucking looking at that catalog being like what prize am i gonna get for my mom's <laughs> do you remember any of the prizes i mean i'm sure it was like a small makeup bag that said virginia slims like i think it was you know not great stuff i need to look it up oh Okay, I'm, this is a cheese board with a pull-out drawer with little <laughs> knives, <laughs> placemats. Is this real? A is beautiful this clock? Yeah. No, this, this is clock. 2005. This is late, I feel like, for a clock. That's not a clock. It's a cheese board <laughs> with a pull-out drawer that has knives in it. It has a tea <laughs> service set. Oh, yeah, the clock. I'm sorry. There is also a clock. There's a pitcher. This, this is, is very Sky Mall. Like lady yeah, oriented yeah. Sky Mall. I loved this. This is this is Sky Mall for the for the female smoker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. This is hell. I mean LOL even that the female cigarette is called Virginia Slims. Like yeah. that is so bad. A cigarette that makes you slim. They should have made cigarettes for fat women. Yes. Yeah. Listen, it's a woman thing. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> well wow uh, you you can buy a, a lot of virginia slims catalogs from 1994 to 2001 for a certain amount of money what if you want where do you online. think it like is there a warehouse somewhere that one person just oversees? i bet i think you're right on i think it's one person who has a lot of these and just is trying to sell them on ebay this or is part of some sort of library at duke university what <laughs> whoa <laughs> This is a civilization, like some sort of display on the human. It's a document. (laughs) Yeah, man. My grandma, who still lives on Long Island, sends me catalog clippings still. Of things that she wants to buy for you or things that she thinks you should buy or? Um, Both. Both. She was really invested in my, like, not my wedding dress, but my, like, rehearsal dinner dress. She thought that she could help me find 
And so she sent me various clippings of dresses from catalogs. Uh, I think one was J. Peterman, which I didn't realize was a real magazine. I can't. It's (laughs) such a shock every time that it's not just a joke. Yeah. I was like, this is from J. Peterman. I didn't think it's real. And then she also puts little post-its on the clippings that sort of tell stories. Say more. One dress was described as something like you could wear, I don't know, it was like a mod type dress. It was like a Betty Draper type dress. And she wrote this whole post-it about how one time she went to lunch somewhere in Manhattan and Louis Armstrong was there. <laughs> not not really a story. <laughs> like about the dress. Just unrelated. Unrelated, yeah. Just fun back. Just fun back. Sort of something random. Yeah, and they're always on the post-its are always September 11th post-its that say what never. What? <laughs> they like have a ne- they have like a never forget with an American flag at the top of the post-its. <laughs> it's always it's always the saddest possible post-it. <laughs> it's like from the like thinking of you and it's an article about saxophones and it's like for the foundation of children whose heads have been crushed by a big heavy truck. You're like, why is this place sending you stationery? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's fun. One time, you know, she was sending me Irish sweaters. Do you guys know about Irish sweaters? No. It's just a big chunky sweater. I didn't know it was it had a name, but what makes it what makes it Irish? Maybe the it's like wool, Irish wool. I'll Google and I'll tell you. But anyway, <laughs> the brainwashing of catalog and mall culture. I mean. CCD catalog mall assignments. This is very Long Island, New Jersey. Yeah. I also worked in retail for a little bit at the end of high school, beginning of college. And the onboarding for Victoria's Secret employees is a little brainwashy. You worked at Victoria's Secret? I worked at Victoria's Secret, which does make me hot. Um, (laughs) Legally, yes. Legally, hot. And sort of sexual. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like old school Victoria's Secret. We're not like including people yet. Right. Yeah. Did you um, measure boobs? What was your sort of? Yeah. Kind of boob measure, kind of on the floor, folding underwear. I don't know if this qualifies as brainwashing, but it is, it's brain something and it's on the subject of women and malls. But when I got hired there, something they told me was, oh, by the way, we can't have scotch tape here, like behind the desk. And I was like, why? And they were like, well, it's kind of the reason why your job was available. We had to fire a girl because we found out that she... So Victoria's Secret makes makeup. Okay. And apparently she... It comes... It's like eyeliner in these like cardboard boxes. And she was taking the actual eyeliner pencils out of the cardboard boxes that they're displayed in and putting the empty box back and then taping the eyeliner to her ankle and then going out for her lunch break. Because when you go for your lunch break, they look through your bag. Right. And they wouldn't find it. So she was stealing like, and each of these stupid little pencils was like $28, probably. This girly was taping. So so they decided we will not be allowing tape to any of our employees. They were like, I understand what the problem is, and it is tape. That's that's what we need to do. You can't have tape. These girls have had it too good for too long. No more tape. Which is weird because, like, they also, I'm pretty sure they had, like, cameras in the store so they could just look at the footage. I don't know. 
it took me so long to get a job where they weren't filming the back of my head while I was doing it. <laughs> oh my gosh. How many eyeliners does one gal need? How many I think she might have been selling them. Yeah. Oh, sure. There you go. Yeah. But also most people at Victoria's Secret worked there so they could spend their entire paycheck at Victoria's Secret. Yeah. For the employee discount. Yeah, one time I was at like a CVS with my cousin and she just opened a Tic Tac container and poured it all under her hands and then <laughs> Tic Tac container back and walked out. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, guess, I guess that's one way of stealing Tic Tacs. Is she still alive? <laughs> yeah, That is the behavior of somebody who lives close to the edge. She's still alive. She has two kids. <laughs> I mean, with all due, how much can a Tic Tac possibly cost? <laughs> I don't know. It's We're not like about that. Not about that. Not about that. Oh my god! <laughs> so wait, what was the onboarding video for Victoria's Secret like? It was a lot of like. It was a little bit about how to sell underwear, and a ton about shrink, which is people and employees stealing. That's what they call it. How? Oh. And like, it showed you this pie chart of like how much like what caused the company to lose money and a huge slice of the pie chart was employees stealing. Good. <laughs> because here's the thing about Victoria's Secret. It's a huge target for shrink because all the things are so little. Right. And the most of the underwear, we don't put we, excuse me, we. <laughs> um, I'm a representative of it. <laughs> You're still brainwashed by them. I really am. But most of them don't have security tags on them because they're too small. Um, and also it's like $5 for a thing. You don't put a tag on it because then you're spending so much money on the tags. But also our return policy, our? The return policy. <laughs> Ooh, it's in there. Uh, the return policy used to be really, really, used to be like the LL Bean return policy where they were like, whatever it is, as long as it says Victoria's Secret on it, you can bring it in. And if you don't have a receipt, we'll give you cash. Which basically was begging people to steal yeah, from them. Steal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like people would take stuff off the wall, pop the tags, and then come over and be like, I don't have a receipt and get cash. I can still feel the warmth in my fingertips of a woman who did the opposite, which was to give me a bra she had just been wearing that was crumbling from how old it was <laughs> and said, I don't have a receipt. And I, we had to eyeball it. I think she got $30 for taking off her bra and handing it to someone. Whoa. Ew. Yeah. Kind of badass. Wow. Did you know what it was called shrink? When I think it's, I think it's like your profits shrink, like something like that. Like the, it's like a loss. It could be about psychiatry. I don't know. Yeah, what? I just remember that. And then they were like, um, they just like very typical Long Island racism stuff of like, if a person looks like this, they're gonna steal. So follow them around. And if you don't do that, you will be in trouble. Bad. Yeah, they also, they would do this thing where, like, it nothing is more paranoid than a Victoria's Secret store. Like, they are so prepared to be hit by theft. Then they make you wear a headpiece, like a, a walkie-talkie with a, an earpiece on. And even though the store is pretty tiny, but the thing is, they would never charge them or the charger wasn't working. Or there'd be, like, one or two that worked. So then the manager and her friend would get walkies but then i wouldn't and i'd come out on the floor and they'd be like where's your walkie and i was like it's not charged and i just remember my manager saying go back and put it on and as i was walking away she turned to the other woman and said she's driving me nuts <laughs> put on the dead walkie 
I was like, I just don't know. I For like what? to make it look like we can talk to each other right. about theft. Sure. But then the thing that that was the other thing I remember about the training video was if someone steals, you're not supposed to do anything because you then could get injured and it would be a lawsuit. You're supposed to say, would you like a bag for that? Like a, a shopping tote, which was very funny. Like the times that people were just openly stealing, you'd go over and be like, do you want a bag for that? And they were like, oh, no, no, I'm stealing. I'm good. I'm going to go <laughs> out of here without paying for it. So I'm going to. I already have a bag. I'm putting it all in. So I'm good. <laughs> putting it all in my coat. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. Thank you, though. I don't need a bag. Yeah, I'm stealing. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I do wish they had said yes and just use that bag. It would probably would have been easier. Yeah, I feel um, like there's some stores that like there's like a no chase policy or I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, yeah like you can go into a footlocker and they can't. I can go in here and, and run out and they can't follow me legally or try to. Yeah. You can get in touch with mall security, but it was like truly one or two guys who were always on their lunch break. Um, what what mall was this? This was the Westfield at Massapequa, formerly known as the Sunrise Mall. Amazing. Which now... Cafe? Sorry. It did not. It had a Panda Express. It had a Ruby Tuesdays, mm. Taco Bell, McDonald's. It had a Hot Topic. I'll tell you that much. There you oh, go. I'll tell you that much. I made I made quick use of it. Shall we cast? Shall we do final? Let's do it. All right, Anna. There's one more segment to this stunning podcast, <laughs> to our podcast called Casting. And what that means is we're going to pick a category and then we're going to select who each other is within that category. So, for example, if we were going to do condiments, I'm back to condiments, Nicole. We're going to do condiments. I'd cast Nicole as mayo, myself as mustard, you as ketchup. And, and then you would also... Think about who you are and who we are in your mind about condiments. Does that make I'm sense? trying to not be deeply offended at being ketchup. <laughs> this is you not an example. It's just, just an example. You don't know. Oh, you pick mustard for yourself and I, I know, ketchup? right? You're a narcissist. <laughs> it's not great over here. No. At least the people who like mayonnaise have like a respectable lobby. I feel like people who like ketchup are like, I'm sucking gross. Straight up sugar. I, I love All right, that. let's not I keep love condiments really too divisive. Okay, um, okay, okay. Is there a category sort of that comes to mind or should we find one together as a community organically? God, uh, type of vacation. But type of vacation, okay. Type of vacation. I don't or wanna... like vo- vacation location. It, like it, it, this, it could be underneath this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be underneath this. It could be, it could be. I just... I don't, I leave out words when I talk. It could be either like, oh, a beach vacation or like Tulum. Great. <laughs> like if you want to be specific, it could, what, what it. I said was it could be underneath this. Can you tell I only talk to animals and the person I'm engaged to? No one else. I love that you, the character that you voice on Praise PD does this. She does leave out words. Yeah. <laughs> I was we, like, this is, this is, I, I like didn't. Because, you know, cartoon. At first I was uh-huh. like, that that one looks like Anna. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's Anna's voice. Because I put it together because she talks. She talked like you. She talked like me. <laughs> the, the height of female friendship is leaping out words when you talk. And did you design her to, to look like you? Like They, I drew they all did. the characters. <laughs> yeah, they, they initially drew a different design and then they gave her bangs that looked like me because i think someone told them that i I can't remember how it went (laughs) 
I don't have memories. It could be <laughs> under this. What did I say? <laughs> um, but yeah. Under this, over this. Over this. Anyway, I felt like a, an insider All recognizing things. that that's how you talk. Pretty I cool. turned to my dog. I said, that's how I have a talk. He said, okay. <laughs> um, so Types okay. of vacation. Types of vacation. Slash vacation destination. Okay, love yes. it. Okay. So, right, so we're all going to just take a little moment in our minds to see who we are, who each other is, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. I think I... Um, I'm locked in. I think I know. I'm locked in. Okay. Nicole, you want to go? I will happy to start. Nicole. She does always make me go first. And that's <laughs> okay. I gave Jenny Airbnb Lake House with a bunch of friends. I just feel definitely you have a Again, a down-home energy that I say every week. And I just feel, you know, she's not a hotel. She's sort of huge Airbnb <laughs> where a lot of people can go and they can just get in the lake, get little diaper ashes and eat their little queso on the dock and just have an amazing <laughs> four-day weekend. I'm always so, concerned about getting diaper rash on girls' trips because we hang out in our bathing suits too long. That's what, she always is making a shower and get dry. And it's like, I don't want to do that yet. I just want to be in my bathing suit a little. I, I don't want to make a decision. I want to be in I want to be in the liminal space between swimming and not swimming forever. Yeah, I want my options open to go back in the pool. I just did get diaper rash once at camp because I was going from free swim in the river, which is what they called when they just uh, let us loose in the river to horseback riding. Okay, and again, so that's, that's something that we will, never do. we will never make that transition. Oh, my God. That is how you make a new pathogen. <laughs> Going from the river onto a horse. It's very Texas. Free Oops. swim in the river to horseback riding. I didn't really think about. They let us make our schedules like we. So oh, that, it does sound like child heaven. That <laughs> rules. Yeah, free swim. I, I think maybe somebody should have had eyes on you guys. <laughs> For myself, I gave Paris because I think I'm overrated and beautiful and red and cheese and sort of you think it's going to be there's that whole thing about Paris where it's like you think it's going to be really good. And then you get there and you're like, it's kind of dirty and I'm still liking it. But I, it's just it's what you think you want. You don't always want it. How do you give yourself Paris for low self-esteem reasons? This is new. <laughs> exactly. And that's how I roll. Unfortunately, high and low at all times. And and I give you sort of a like when there's a desert and then there's like gorgeous like glass boxes, like a row of just like little private glass box home. That just felt very like I want to be in somewhere beautiful, but like not with a bunch of people, clean aesthetic, but like kind of private. Oh mm. my God. Yes. Yes. I gave you. Nailed it. Nailed it. Thank you Nailed so much. It. Correct. I will go. I also gave myself not quite lake house group friend, but like bachelorette type style trip <laughs> of like a bunch of gals in New Orleans or Nashville. Sort of just being getting drunk. Probably diaper rash again is in the mix. Sweeter. <laughs> and just a lot of eating chips ravenously in between meals <laughs> with Absolutely. Nicole, I gave you like a Grecian island vacation. Um, like uh, Crete. Is that a place? Absolutely. Um, there's something about the white blue aesthetic um, yeah. on the ocean that I feel like is you. 
And Anna, I gave you similar to Nicole, but more a little more specific of like a Santa Fe, like in the mountains, but in like a nice Adobe style hotel where you're like sitting next to a fireplace and watching the sunset. And like every now and again, you like pet an alpaca or something like that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love that both of you have me in the desert in a square. This it's you're channeling something. This is but both of you are so you nailed it. I'm like humbled. That sounds so nice. You are desert in a square and uh, that's your essence. That's me, girlfriend. Oh my god, put me in. Put me in. Okay, that sounds absolutely lovely. Sorry for your diaper rash again. <laughs> Thank you. The heart wants. I, okay. So, Nicole, I gave you, you know how sometimes people that you know will like be in Berlin because their cousin's wife lives there and they Absolutely. live there now? Yes. And are, they're like incredibly close with their cousin, but in like a cool grown up way, like they're friends. Mm-hmm. Like either a Berlin, I could also see it like you could swap in Paris or London. But mm-hmm. when someone like, goes to a cool European city when it's chilly, but they have like beautiful cocktails and dinner and like stay in their cousin's cool apartment and they're rich for like a reason that's like respectable. My dream. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it sounds like. I'm picturing everybody's in like black, sort of mod, sort of like what Jenny's uh, grandma sent her from the catalog, (laughs) like a mod. (laughs) <laughs> black dress i'm oh, seeing a lot of sheer text black tights yes and boots and peacoats it's peacoat weather yes and you guys are just having good dinner and like really nice coffee and everybody's getting some incredible journaling done during the day but everyone's just enjoying each other's company oh, it's I, accurate. I love that okay great Gorgeous. jenny i initially either had you in like a house in palm springs with a pool or also bachelorette but then i yeah but then i was like put this girl in a tube and send her down a river (gasps) oh you know i love that absolutely what was it called again free river time free swim swim in the river (laughs) throw the children in the river see see who comes out (laughs) i made this group of gals tube down the delaware for multiple (gasps) days i knew you I knew you had a little tube in you. Yeah. I love the tube. (laughs) Oh, my God. Incredible. As a Long Islander, tubing to me is just like, wait, explain it again. Who does what? (laughs) You go where? And for myself, you both really, really nailed it, which is like an overpriced, overhyped, Instagrammable hotel or Airbnb, either a hotel that's part of an evil chain. (laughs) <laughs> or an Airbnb that like it's just the most predatory like everything is made for influencers but that's what I like <laughs> I think that social media is a cancer and I'm like it's making everyone dumb and like I have to put on makeup to go to dinner with some person like and, but and yet what I enjoy is like a vibey beige and pale pink <laughs> bare bones incredibly expensive hotel with a pool that you can like walk into like right outside yep. your room absolutely yep i absolutely picked my honey hotel from instagram so wait i followed that place was yeah, it in the, switzerland the switzerland hotel yeah Woo! Mm. people keep asking me if i want to go on a uh, honeymoon and i 
lately I've been feeling like I just want to be home and like get a massage twice a day. But now I'm like, I think I, <laughs> I forgot about your honeymoon, which I made a point to follow all those places. Do yeah. both. Do a bougie stay at home week and then get your ass somewhere nice. Yeah. Yeah. Go to a nice hotel. Why not? I'm going to have to borrow money from Nicole's cousin for my fantasy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have, they have non-blood money. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, my registry was just a honey fund. So, you know, my ass somewhere. If you're going that route, you can go stay at a five star hotel in Switzerland like a freak. Oh my God. A five star hotel. I'm I stayed in one in Ireland and I'm ruined. Like <laughs> a button that moves the curtains. Sorry, oh. I'll never come back from that. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. my, that's the floor for me. It's that or better. Got to yeah. do it. Um, wow, that was so down. fun. Oh, babe, that was a great one. Yeah, you really great. let our imaginations fly. Not just which Did Ninja it. Turtle are you, which our husbands made us do last week. Don't dry their husbands. They, <laughs> they have their own things that they love, and that's beautiful too. And for us, it's vacation. <laughs> vacation is the girl version of Ninja Turtles, and <laughs> I will defend that to my dying day. <laughs> this one does this one <laughs> and that one has the two knives well well a joy a joy to see you anna new joy Again, oh my congrats. god thank you so much for having me thank you congrats very on getting much married and praise pd everybody fucking watch it you're gonna have a blast yes. especially if you're a millennial woman listening to this podcast which is probably everyone minus our parents <laughs> Hi. parents watch it Hey, mom. Even parents watch me. Watch me. Even, yeah. You're going to like it. Here's what I'll say the cool parents could get it, like it. Nice. Now that's that's marketing. That's, <laughs> that's how you pressure people baby. into liking it. Yeah. Anna, where can people keep up with you if they want to find out what you're up to? I don't know. I <laughs> I have, I still have Twitter. I'm not going to call it X. Just, that's embarrassing. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fine. I'm not on Blue Sky because I don't like asking people for a code. It's really cool to like build a following on Twitter for years and years. And then as soon as you need to leverage it to like get people to watch your show, it implodes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still there, you know, come say hi. I'm on Instagram. You can find pictures of my pets and my fiance. It was very striking, very, very photographable. Absolutely. All right. We love it. Thank Uh, you so much. Thank you, girls. Thank you.